This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. Views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. Fed up with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play at the Desire Resort. After 15 years in the lifestyle together, we thought we saw it all, but we were so wrong. So wrong. Oh my God, so wrong. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. So come to room 77. Let's play. Have you have you broken the rules yet? Your own rules. Um, our rules were me and him. Like the only rule we broke was not not necessarily like on my regard, but we were in the pool earlier today and a guy grabbed my boot, and it was totally unsolicited. He saw my band and saw that. That's called yelling. sexual assault. Okay. <laughs> There's laws for that. You know, it's it's all in good fun. I think you the everybody knows that we're not in the lifestyle, so communication. I don't think you can come to a place like this and not have communication. You don't show up at Desire if you don't communicate with one another. We had so many talks about this dress. Like, it was insane. To the point where I was like, fucking chill, you know? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I'm not gonna go jump on I'm not gonna guy, accidentally like, fall yeah, down on his right, cock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we started. I'm starting. I'm not starting this one, actually. You don't have any bird stories or <laughs> stories about uh, songs that are There was a scorpion in the most random place. Spend it was our day killing scorpions and checking out the new features of our kitchen trash can. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a busy week. I don't know if it's been a week. It may have been over a week. But we've gone through a lot since the last time that we put anything on tape. One, celebrated an anniversary. Uh, not mine. My girlfriend, Anna, and I You're, had, had yeah. our month anniversary. Your girlfriend, Anna. Yeah, I got her a necklace. Yes. That. Well, I mean, you re-gifted. I did re-gift it. Don't you ever tell her that. <laughs> you ever, ever oh, tell her that I re-gifted that necklace that I gave her? I She was still wearing it on Friday. I, I looked. I know. Oh, I know. It's it's serious now. Yeah. I that, don't know what that means here in Mexico, but I, I'm i pretty sure it means she's my bitch. <laughs> she's wearing, you gave her a, a necklace that was like a black pearl. With, yeah, like on fishing line or something. Yeah, elastic. I, I told her it cost a thousand US dollars. I'm sure she believed that. The point is, it came from me. That's true. She was very excited. So much so that she gave me a giant hug. I watched. Every... And I'm like, Anna, it's not from me. She's yeah. like, I know. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Poor thing. And, and, don't tell Anna this, but I was out with my other girlfriend, Veronica Flores. Yes, that also happened this week. Yeah, last last night, actually. Last night, first time ever to a Mexican boxing match. Yes, we went to a Mexican boxing match, which is a lot like American boxing, except for Mexican men screaming homophobic slurs throughout the entire fight. Oh my God, that's so true. Yeah. Oh my God, that well, and... You would only know this because this is what the waiters and the employees at Desire, they teach you all the bad right. phrases. Right. So. Well, what about Veronica Flores? Um, I think she was really happy to see me. I do too. She, re I think she really enjoys you. I know, but I don't know. I didn't get her a necklace. Now, I know. I should have got her something. Yeah, we should have brought her something. That would have been nice, like some flowers or something. Yeah, that's a little too much, because then it looks like I like her. I'm still playing the I don't really like you game. As far as guys hitting on her, I'm, prob I'm probably the only one. <laughs> yeah, she, she's 24 Playboy Bunny. I'm sure you're the only one. Well, she was excited to have you send videos of the monkeys this morning. She loves our monkeys. She here. does so much so that she may come visit. You were texting. Were you texting her all day? I just this morning with the monkeys. Hmm. Yeah. I just feel like now that you two have numbers, I don't know if she's ever really going to talk to me again. That's why I didn't want to give you her number because... <laughs> you don't want to share. Well, I didn't want to force... I, I didn't want... Yeah, I didn't want to share. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I we weren't doing anything except talking about the monkeys. Anyway. Anyway. What else happened this week? Were we with anyone since the last time we recorded? Like play naked wise. We had some bed play. Oh, we had some bed play and we had a private. And a private. Yeah. But that doesn't that, that doesn't, doesn't really count. count. But I guess the thing that really struck us this week is the amount of people, the amount of couples who come to the resort, or I guess anywhere. I don't know what you're going to say. I know. This is how you build tension. Oh, God. Yes, for our listeners. Yes, this is how you do it. This is how you tease them along. We ran into a lot of couples that state to us, we are not in the lifestyle. Oh. But then on the end of that sentence is usually some version of, but we soft swap, but we play with other couples and don't do full swap, but we only are with this particular couple. So our thing is always like, well, you are in the lifestyle. Yeah. You're just in a particular category. You're in a non-branded world that you want to be in. Right. So do you think that's what it is? Do you think they, they just don't want a label? I don't... I still don't know what people think the lifestyle is. Is it like Roman orgy? But they're in the lifestyle. They know what the lifestyle is. No. Yeah, they in do. their brain, what the lifestyle is. I just... I think... I think it's more about a label. I think they don't want to call themselves a swinger. Could you come up with another term? We've tried this before. We did? Yes. Oh my God. We've come full circle. We have come full circle. A relationship is over. I'm so glad you have Anna. It was great it was knowing so you. It was so good. Goodbye. Bye. Signing off. <laughs> um, I think we get divorced or break up like every episode just for our listener. Yep. That listener is, he's Listen. hanging by his nails, hoping that we can pull our marriage together. I, he? Or maybe she. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Anyway, so the lifestyle is, it's such a general term. I don't know how you could not put yourself in that category. It's like saying, I don't want to be a 30-something when I turn 30. And you're like, but you are. You don't want to be put a label on yourself. I'm a 30-something. And you're like, but you are a 30-something. You're 31 years old. I don't want to be a 30-something. I want to be a millennial. Well, you're not. So what do you think it is? I don't know. I mean, it's... I'm just... I'm so have thrown my, I don't know, keys out the window, my but not, shirt not, to the wind. But I don't really know what a good... What are those cl- cliches that go with that? Keys in a bowl? No, that's why I said keys. But what is it, my... Caution to the wind? Yes. I was going to say my forte to the wind, but that doesn't even make sense. (laughs) (laughs) I have thrown my flambe to the wind. Anyway, these couples will tell us, yeah, well, we're not in the lifestyle. And one of the things that often comes up too is we're like, oh, okay, well, you know, we'll talk about the resort or we'll say something. And then they're like, oh, no, we've been to clubs. We go to parties and clubs. And you're like. The the story that my friend told me this weekend who was who was visiting me at the at the resort said he was talking to a woman who said this that she wasn't that her and her husband were not in the lifestyle and that night she was on a bed with another couple telling people to lick the other guy's come off of her tits he was just like i don't understand it either but we had this whole conversation about it the other end that we got was we were sitting out uh, outside of the pool area over at our end before the class and somebody was asking about the workshop if they could go to the workshop and just swap with everybody that's in the, in the room and that was an actual question oh she was dead serious yeah because we've had that before is this what the workshop's about and we're like no no it's a couple's workshop for you and your partner it's about you and your partner and, right. Right. and so, so that way i was like wait what she's really asking. so what she said was so let me ask you something about your workshop. When we go in there, do we just like swap around with different couples and we keep taking turns on on other couples? And we said, uh, no. And she said, why? <laughs> I said, well, not everybody here is in the lifestyle. And she said, really? Yeah. And I said, yeah, really. I mean, I think more than half are probably not in the lifestyle. 
She said, well, I, that kind of class would be fun. And you said, it's called the jacuzzi. Why don't you just go there? No, I said, yeah, that's, that's, that doesn't sound like a, a workshop. It sounds like an orgy. Yeah, it's, which, it's advanced. Yeah, I said, not everybody would be comfortable with that. And she was like, why? Mm. So that's, that's the other side, I guess, that everyone thinks that. Yeah, I, I remember talking to someone last week, too, that said, you know, it would just be so much easier if everyone wore a different colored band if you were either in the lifestyle or not. Right. And that was the epitome of labeling. Yeah. That's what we were, we said, well, I mean, I don't know if everyone wants to be labeled like that. And that yeah, just I'm, goes back to what we were saying. Right. Do you want to be labeled? Well, I don't know. The hotel labeled me. Well, anyway, I, I think it's it's still true. From the day we started to, to, to even now, you just, you have to be clear with people. And sometimes it's difficult because people are not even being clear with themselves. Well, that's what I was going to say. It takes that honesty. And I said it first. You don't even need me in this podcast, I don't think. All right. But what, at the, at the base of it, what are they afraid of? Are they afraid of admitting to themselves? Are they afraid of uh, someone finding out? or And they're leaving some sort of weird wiggle room where they can say, no, I'm not. Um, I think we're afraid of committing to stuff like a label. I think we fixed it. I just solved the world. No one really knows what we do. I mean, there's a lot of people who do. Right. We don't really care. We don't really have the problems of coming out. In the lifestyle, like a lot of other people do, because we don't have a life or friends. So that helps So a much lot. easier. Or, yeah, or children. So <laughs> someone calls us a whore and we're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and? I'm not going to see you at a PTA meeting. Right. Yeah. Unless I'm fucking one of the teachers. <laughs> oh my God, that would be so... <sighs> what if or when, when it comes out, uh, about us, uh-huh. what is your reaction to, to people? Now, it's like people that you care about, people like family and, uh-huh. and things like that. What is your reaction? So uh, in this world, your mother right. calls you yeah, and says, Honey, I heard you're a swinger. Yep. Oh, cast that devil down upon you. <laughs> no. Because they're no. very religious people. I don't know what religious people say, but I, I imagine she would... Look at you, you're biting your nails. You're nervous because she's going to call you and tell you that you're going to burn in hell. No, I would just say that I am uh, <laughs> in it. a happy marriage. and With my- who? The rest of the world? Yeah, you don't get it. Don't worry about it, Mom. It's fine. I do get it, you whore! Yeah, well, maybe a little bit. How do you think she would react? Honestly, I don't think she would say anything. You think she would just sweep it under the under the rug? Yeah. What yeah. about your dad? I don't think he would do anything either. Unless he was like, just wear condoms. <laughs> or like something that would be like oh reverting back to like when you're in high school. No, I just want to tell you about the birds and the bees. But no, I listen, my parents are, are too old to try and parent me. I don't think any parents are too old to try and parent. I just think they have to, their version of parenting is, and I'm not a parent, so I don't know. Parenting is just giving their opinion. Yeah. Unsolicited opinion that I don't want. The amount of times my own father tells me how dangerous it is here in Mexico. Oh, God. From the United States of America. Yes. <laughs> boggles my mind. But I mean, I've been fighting against the flow of my own family dynamics since since I was a kid. You're so a black sheep. I am the black sheep. <laughs> I am. Yeah. What if like, because I mean, your, your dad obviously would not even get the concept, but like, what would your siblings do? Uh, <laughs> brothers, sisters, one might laugh. Mm-hmm. One would be like, you're an idiot. And the other one would just continue to not talk to me. <laughs> So, I just feel like it's one of those like bra burning movements. That's what I feel like it is. I feel like we're in a we're in more of a freedom revolution type thing. And if there was, you know, a Woodstock or bra burning or whatever, that's what we would be doing if we were back then. Yeah, I mean, monogamy is dying though. And I keep reading these articles, and and one of the things is like sustaining these 
monogamous marriage is it's just impossible i mean it's different when two people just don't want to be together anymore yeah that's not what we're talking about it's what i'm talking about <laughs> okay I'm go trying, ahead i'm trying to tell you something <laughs> i'll listen with us what's the worst thing that can happen i mean do you think we'll get do you think we would get hate mail do Ooh. you get hate mail like do people they must right I'm, i mean i want to talk to i guess because like when you talk about the podcasters that have been called out right mm-hmm. their lives are ruined like they, they get turned upside down mm-hmm. but i'm not well versed on what that means what the ramifications are i don't either i i'm just i'm really naive though and thinking that no one really cares about my world yeah i don't think people do really yeah so i don't think they do I, we tell people here in in the town we live in mm-hmm. what, what we do and nobody really says anything to us i think we say it with with enough confidence that they don't really question us as if you were to be like what do you do for a living i'm a prostitute <laughs> <laughs> but that's what i i mean it's not like it's press it's not like that's anything near that horrible or something you're going back to the labeling we're labeling it as a in in bad something with a bad tone and it's you know i think of it as as a movement of freedom i think of it as a movement of expression i think of it as something that's you know living honestly closer to your heart and closer to i don't know i just feel like it's a more honest way of living i mean i'm not a penguin are penguins monogamous? Which one is it? Penguins? Yeah. No, I think lobsters are. Lobsters? Because remember that episode of Friends? She's like, lobsters mate for life. When they were talking about Rachel and Ra, she was like, she's your lobster. Oh, I don't remember that. You don't remember. I wasn't really allowed to watch Friends. Oh, was yeah. Your family's going to be great. With the whole <laughs> they were like, because they were all having sex with each other. Yes. I'm not kidding. Yes. That's literally what my boss Yes. <laughs> this is going to go over so well. well. All right, so the last time we talked, uh, you guys were talking about rules, we were talking about boundaries, we were talking about your first time here. Sex in public, you did it, yeah? We did, yes. Last night there was a full moon, and I saw a lot of it, but he didn't see much of it because it was his back was to it the whole time. <laughs> he, we're laughing about it. He's like, I didn't see it. I'm like, you act like I did no work. I'm like, I worked. You saw. If you, if you didn't see it, it was your fault because you had your eyes closed, but... It has been literally You've the You've had most, an amazing time. It has been the most amazing vacation we have ever had in our entire lives. And, and you, uh, so perception, perception versus reality. So your perception coming here in the first time that we talked to you. Blew our expectations out of the water. I mean, like, so everybody is so respectful. Like, you, I would actually say, like, we met... I would say 75% of the people are not even in the lifestyle. True. So that was a, it was mind boggling to us to meet so many people that were on our level. They just like the nudism and sexuality, you know, and the sexuality and what it does for you as a couple and all that kind of stuff. And that's what, and then you have the few that, you know, entertain you while you're sitting there. Cause you don't mind that you don't come here if you don't have an open mind, but right. And you last, know, last time we had talked, uh, there was some talk about people uh, touching your boobs un- in an unsolicited manner. Have your boobs been stroked since the last time I talked to you? My boobs have been touched, but it's been weird. Because it's not been weird. It's been nice because we talked about this earlier today. Everyone has asked. Oh, they have. Good. They, good, they good, have good, asked. Yes. And, um, you know, and he's not crazy about it, but this place has brought out a side of me that I have pretty harmless that right that we didn't expect it's all harmless everybody's ass everybody's been very respectful about it and i mean you can't not touch them at some yeah. point. I mean, did you touch any boobs other than hers not no hers. he is not uh, no i did have uh some samples of some artificial boobs just oh, to yeah, see did, how that yeah, felt yeah that happened was fine yeah that was fine that was really more fine. of a medical inspection <laughs> than anything right you know so so uh do you think that you'll come back we're coming back in June. In June Did man. you already book? Yeah. We're like literally in the midst of booking now. <laughs> the most important part is between the two of you. Are we good? Yes. Oh, Lord. We're leaving here. Stronger. Stronger, um, yes. Like ridiculous. I'm kind of worried about how we're going to like 
adjust back yeah. to regular We're gonna life. be thinking yeah. about, here. here's your final thought right here. We're gonna be thinking about this vacation for a very, very, very long time. I can't wait to see you guys again. Yes, we're, we'll be back in June. <laughs> <laughs> started mm -hmm. I feel like we should be doing something today I wanted to go get a massage but I need to be working on my playlist I meant productive like do something productive for our lives not go get a massage that's like, productive for my life <laughs> it's, it's not what I'm talking about <laughs> I, I, oh. I, Friday was fun I are, had fun are you, are you asking me I had fun on I, what was Friday when we we had the workshop oh yeah yeah we and had then the we workshop. had uh oh yes and we ran into a couple that we met actually three years ago yes three years ago and you they didn't remember us and you remembered him mm -hmm. and blew not only him away <laughs> for but me when you turned to him and started describing everything about his life from 2015. I never remember people. It but, was... It was uh... But this particular couple, um, because they were from Europe, mm -hmm. and their English was their second language, mm -hmm. or third, who knows, they had said this thing to you, and it was a recurring joke that you and I... Yes. That's why I remembered them. Yes. And we did not... We did not have any playtime or, or, or hook up with these people in 2015. This time we did have a sexual encounter with these two. Yeah, it was fun. They're such great people. And um, I don't know. For me, even if we had already met these people, we had, had conversations with these people, I still get nervous. You get nervous. I well, it sort of happened organically. I mean, we wound up in their room, right? And we just... There's a lot of conversation. It's very easy conversation. Right, so, but like, I, I get nervous because I don't, I never know what to expect, mm -hmm. right? So after 15 years, I still get nervous. I mean, you may, you even made fun of my tequila. You're like, really? I'm like, I know, I just get nervous. Do you, you ever get nervous? I get very nervous. Well, depending on, yeah, depending on the, the, the more, the more buildup, there is. So if there, the longer the stretch of time yes. between the inclination of hooking up and then the actual lying down with them or standing up, depending on what you decided <laughs> to do, uh, the longer that is, the more nervous I will get. Right. Spontaneity is, is my friend when it comes to anxiety and performance and stuff like that. Uh, but I, in this particular situation, yes, I was very nervous, but I was nervous because we meet these couples every once in a while, a lot, I would say, well, not a lot, but it's fairly common to meet a couple that is looking for a single guy, mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily like looking for a single guy, but that's their preference. Their preference is a, a threesome with another guy, mm -hmm. which happens often I'm and, go, and I go make a sandwich and you go make a sandwich but it's not the norm and everybody everybody seems to think that their their perception of how everything is is the absolute reality everywhere and it's not you know I'm I happen to be married to a very very beautiful attractive woman so people assume uh that everybody I even sometimes assume that they just want you yeah. And I'd say in this case, in particular, she wasn't really interested in women that much. Mm -mm. He wasn't really interested in having a foursome. Mm -hmm. So I was the key player here. Yeah, it was nice. Well, she, she, he told that, me that she doesn't find many people attractive. Right. And she was very attracted to you and remembered you from three years ago. And what I heard was, I've been waiting three years to fuck you. Even though she didn't say that, that's that's what I heard. Yeah, you now, should. Now that adds a lot of pressure. So talk about the buildup to waiting to inclination oh, to. Oh, right. So then what's, what starts in your brain is, am I going to be able to fulfill something that's been in her head for three years? 
Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, hence me always sort of freaking out. But I'm wondering in this particular situation why you would be freaking out because all of the onus was sort of taken off of you in this situation. So you shouldn't be nervous. I didn't know that he was a watcher until we got up there. Right, but immediately at that point, you should be like, oh, nerves relieved. But he wasn't a watcher. He did a lot of not watching. He did a lot of not watching, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, for some reason in my head, I like to know what's going to go down, but I don't, but that's why I get nervous because I don't know the order or I don't know what people are expecting, I guess. And so I, I've had this conversation with you a million times. There is a point where you have to just lay back and relax and go with it because uh-huh. there is sometimes when you get, if you feel comfortable with a lot of people, but there are certain situations where you sort of think, what do I do next? And in fact, in this particular situation, if I might draw a picture. So I was first massaging her and I have to point out, I don't usually say this about uh, everyone, but she is stunning. I mean, just stunning. Yeah. As are you. But no, you don't have to compare it to me. Her body, um, I mean, just amazing. Yeah. Right? And it's not that, like, oh, it's amazing. For me, amazing. Right? I am an ass man. I started to massage her with oil while she was on her stomach. And I was slowly working down her back. And, I mean, at this point, I was still, like, kind of nervous. And then I went down to her legs and started going in between her legs. And she started to slowly open her body language up Uh a little bit and I got down to her ass and she just had this tight, hard, round ass. And as soon as I hit that, I was, I mean, I just buried my face in it. (laughs) I did. I buried my face in it and I was just so turned on by, by her and the nerve slowly started to to leave. And uh, honestly, I, I don't know really what you were doing at that point because I was sort of in my own little world, which is rare for me because sometimes I'm too much in my head. But I was trying to relax. I was trying to have a good time. He was great. And like, he's not someone that you would look at and be like, I have to hook up with that guy. Well, I mean, he's early 50s, right? At three-time Ironman. Like, he's not... He's a little older, yeah, but he was not... not somebody that someone would look across the resort and go, wow, I got to have... Like, Mm -hmm. this whole concept, and this is what we're going to talk about in another thing, of this whole taking one for the team thing is just, in my head, it's just complete bullshit. (laughs) But uh, we'll talk about that uh, at another time. But, um, you know, he's just he's just an attractive guy. His personality is, is, you know, in incredibly good shape. And uh, I don't know, just not somebody that you would. Based on looks, you would not draw yourself across the pool to go, I... I'm going to flirt with you. But when you are sitting with them and talking, there is, there's a a chemistry with his sexuality, with his confidence, with his sort of light, playful sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And he makes you feel very at ease. He makes you feel sexy. And, you know, he, he had beautiful eyes. And I don't know, there's just something about him. She didn't really speak that as good English as he did. Or you. I don't speak. (laughs) As good English. I speak good. I speak good English well. (laughs) She didn't speak as much as she did this trip. I think her English has gotten better. So she was more comfortable in being more conversational. Yeah, she wasn't as fluent as as him, which is another intimidating factor because it becomes immediately for me, the one that I'm going to be paired up with essentially, I can't communicate with her. Well, I can, but it's, it's more difficult for me to communicate. You can't, it's hard to use humor and charm. You just sort of have to smile and do the best you can. Anyway, it was, it was very erotic and, uh, I turned her over and 
just went to town on her and she was just really getting into it and you were really getting into it and then and he being sort of a, a voyeur uh, was really getting into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, were you relaxed by that point? or? Yeah, because he and I were sort of whispering back and forth and enjoyed watching the two of you in between, you know, bits of play. But What we, did I look like? Um, it was very sexy. What did I look like? Hot. Well, you're, you're my wife, so, but like... I mean... Did you get video? No. You know that movie? The movie. You know that show, Gigolos? That's what it looked like. <laughs> with my frosted tips. With your, yeah. No, I mean, it is it is nice to just be able to watch sometimes because I'm able to disconnect from you. And then like I'm like, ooh, he's so hot. And then I'm like, that's my husband. You know what I mean? It's kind of fun sometimes. So then you two start fooling around. A little bit. Again, I'm a little more oblivious this time as to what you were doing because what happened was is I was having, I was overcoming the anxiety uh, in such a productive way that I didn't want to break away. I just wanted to stay within that moment. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was comfortable enough with you doing whatever it is you were doing, and just Deep really throat. Yes, whatever it was, and then um, I don't know. You sort of rolled onto her, and he. He had said she's never been with, I think she kissed one woman in her entire life. So for her, it was just a really big deal for her to kiss another woman because she's just not attracted to women. So she has to be super attractive. So then you two started going at it. And then it was sort of the three of us on her, just doting on her, doting on her. And then it switched where the two of you were on me. Just I was I had wound up sitting back and the and both of you were were blowing me and I was I was in heaven at that point because it was so good it was so hot at that point he was just sort of sit, sitting back watching from from afar and uh, I mean it was just so it was I was so hard I thought I was gonna explode and then before I know it he comes over and takes a condom and wow throws it on my cock like i like it was like he'd been doing it his entire life to other people i mean it was just like bam i had a condom on my dick it's a houdini yeah it was crazy it was like one second it was it wasn't there and then the next second i was like oh i'm wearing a condom now and she rolled over on her back and was looked at me like fuck me and i started fucking her and i I'm usually pretty good at holding my my orgasm. E- orgasm, yes. I was gonna say ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sex ed class, yeah. I think. I'm usually I'm usually good at not coming, but I, I mean, I was in her for I, I mean the first ten seconds or so, and I'm like, I, I could I could come right now if I wanted to, and you <laughs> now who thinks that you're you're helping me which you usually do you'll usually come over and start whispering things in my ear which you you do to turn me on and it does even you do it in class or or the workshop wherever very personal things sometimes just things like oh fucker give her that cock give her that cock and i was already so turned on i turned to you and i was like stop it (laughs) Stop it because I'm so close. And then you didn't hear me. And you started like up in your game and you're like, oh, yeah, she's wanted that cock for three years. And I'm like, mm-hmm. stop it. Just stop it. I went into the level two batch yeah, you of did. comments. I did. And I'm like, I mean, I physically had to stop and look at you and go, listen to me. I am about to fucking come. Stop whispering hot things in my ear. I don't want to come right now. Oh, God. Oh, God. It was so funny. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. All right, oh. All right. But uh, long story short, I tried to fuck her good with my average penis. And then I turned her over and took her from behind and just fucked her like that for a while. And uh, did she come? I have no idea. I know. I, I have no idea. I mean, I, I wish I knew. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. 
But she, maybe she's like me, where it's, you know... Not as easy. Yeah. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It was... It, it, it doesn't matter. I, I think she had a good time. Oh, she totally had a good time. I hope so. But then anyway, we, we went and had dinner with him afterwards. Yeah. Right? And... Uh, that was fun. Yeah. More drinks. More drinks oh, and laughing. And uh, so it wound up being a good night. And then we we got home here... And I don't even think we really talked about it because we were just exhausted mm-hmm. by that I was, point. I was drunk. And I, oh, you were hammered, which I had no idea because I was stone cold sober. I always assume you're at the same drunk level that I'm at until you start saying weird things on the car ride home. And I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> he kept feeding me because he ordered the wrong bottle of champagne. I don't drink champagne. No one was force feeding you champagne. He would kept pouring my champagne and he's like, drink it. You're the only one that's drinking this one. Anyway. I'm um, like, oh God. And I didn't really realize how drunk you were until we were physically lying in bed. You were s- sitting there. You had your iPad in your hand. And <laughs> no. I asked you a question. <laughs> And you answered half of it and stopped. I looked over and you were still holding your iPad and you were asleep. (laughs) And I'm thinking, well, I guess that's the end of that conversation. I I fell asleep. I don't remember what the question was. It was something to do with them. It was like, did you have a good time or do you think they had a good time? You, your answer was sort of like, I think they they really... And then nothing. It was just you were... No, I finished. No, you didn't. I probably said did. You, no, you didn't. And you didn't understand me. All right. So anyway, uh, thank you, couple that we hooked up with. I had a really great time, even though you're not going to listen to this because you can't speak English. I had a great time. I hope you had a good time. I don't know if you remember it. <laughs> Why are you doing sentiments on a podcast? And Just send them a WhatsApp, for Christ's sakes. You guys are obviously in the lifestyle, yes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not obviously, but... You seem like whores. We are. I, I prefer the word sluts. Yes. Actually. Okay. That's so you okay. seem a little slutty like me. We fuck everybody. Back to me. Back to us. Yeah. <laughs> back to us. Back to let's us. back to. Let's come to the present moment. Between that time when you go, yes, we're gonna play, and then you go to play. Right. Do you get nervous? You know what? We talk about it. It's foreplay for me. It's not. Ner- it's like a good nervous. Like, oh my god, I'm so excited. We did it yesterday. Remember, I came in, we're rushing around yeah, the room, getting yeah. everything ready, getting it's the like camera It's like you get all, like, he and I talk, like, okay, oh my God, I can't wait to see you do this. It's a quick recounting of what just happened, the hour that led up to the come to our room. Remember when he said yeah. this, and then she said that, did you see that? And you're like, ooh, yeah, oh my we're going to do that. Yeah. And then I said, did you did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. And I said, okay, let's go to the room. And she's like, yeah, let's do it. And super fun, yeah. So we yeah, talk, that's like what pil- we did. It's like pillow talk before pillow talk. I love that. It's pillow talk, getting aroused, just talking about it. I know, we We haven't even started. We started. It's just chapstick thing is like, (laughs) I don't know if it's OCD. I don't know if you're secretly. I don't know. I just think you need to be checked by a doctor and not for your lips, but for your head. I have some good news and I have some bad news. Oh, honey. I know. I know. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the good news first. Okay. The good news is that entertainment guy, Anwar, who we suspected was a secret mole working (laughs) for another country trying to infiltrate our hotel. (laughs) I mean, we weren't super fond of of Anwar just because, um, I don't know, he's kind of a douchebag, but he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. He he got fired. Yeah. And uh, he is no longer working in, in the resort. Anwar is Termine. He is Termine. Now, the bad news. Oh, tell me the bad news. He took my girlfriend, Anna, with him. Oh, my God. That was such a shocker for me. Let me just, let me just first of all, thank you for pretending like this is all new news to you so our listener completely understands. Mm-hmm. But 
A, I mean, there's so many layers to this that I can't even get into. It has to go on my other podcast, Anna, Anna, Anna. Yes. But A, I can't believe they were even seeing one another. I don't know what she saw in that guy. It makes no sense whatsoever. And then the other part is just Anna's con. I know. Well, it just happened so fast. We just celebrated our anniversary, our one month anniversary. I know. I, she she was really good at keeping you, keeping know, our relationship. Not your relationship. Her and Anwar. Oh, their relationship. Well, I well, think, I mean their two month relationship. I. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it, matter. Look, it was really fast. The point is, she's gone. How do you think they're doing? I don't care. What about me? How do you think I'm doing? How How are you doing? Not well. Not well. What are we going to do about that? I don't know. I need to be alone. But first, I need to talk into a microphone. Okay. It's therapeutic for me. Talk to your listener. All right. Hey, guy or girl, listener. We're doing a little bit of a special podcast. Nothing heavy. Just that it is our six-year anniversary of going to Desire. And I just wanted to sit down. And we were talking a little bit today about... What your thoughts were six years ago when we first went to Desire uh, this month, six years ago, Mm -hmm. what your thoughts were before we even went? I had, well, we had never gone to a lifestyle hotel or Mm -hmm. we had been, you know, to parties. We'd even been to a hotel takeover, Mm -hmm. but this was a vacation that we chose. So I was, I had no idea what to expect. I remember I was on Amazon for at least a month ahead. Doing shopping. Shopping like a crazy person. I had the list of the theme nights or whatever. I had it on my board on my above my desk. So I could literally look and I was like, okay, do I have an accessory for that? Okay, what am I going to do for this? It was very stressful. I remember... Having to have everything perfect, like I had to get a wax this day, I had to get nails this day. Everything was, I was really stressed thinking it was going to be like a a house party from the moment we walked through that door. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you were just like you are now. You're like, yeah, let's do it. Well, I do something that you don't tend to do. Which is? Read. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, I don't like reading. No, you don't do a lot of research. So I did a lot of research and I read about a lot of things. Uh, so I sort of knew what to expect. I mean, I was genuinely freaked out, genuinely scared. Like you said, we, we had been to parties and we weren't always really big party people. When it came to the lifestyle, parties were always like, eh, not really our scene, high pressure environment. At midnight, it became like an auction, where you're, <laughs> you know, to the people that were left over, like in gym class that you weren't picked to trying to pair up people who didn't get on the team. It, it's just a lot of pressure. So I, I think I, I had that fear that it was going to be a little, a lot of pressure. Uh, I do remember thinking I'm going to be very guarded. I'm going to tell people to fuck off if they get too close or <laughs> And then what's funny is I'm smiling now because the reality is you get there and you're like, why the fuck isn't anybody talking to us? (laughs) You know, it's always the thing. It's like, why is anybody hitting on us? And it's just that perception versus reality thing. I remember not so much the worrying, but I remember I remember it taking at least 24 hours or more to just settle my nerves. Like I was not on vacation. Oh, really? Mm mm. That's funny. From the moment we... No. No, 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 no. I was just taking everything in. I I remember walking through the the lobby and walking into the room and it just being absolutely beautiful. We were in room 77. I just remember it being very intimate and very sexy and really enjoying the people, enjoying the employees, enjoying the beach. And just like sort of playing you and I together. I honestly could not tell you who the hell we met while we were there. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I I remember a few of the staff Uh that we met uh, Mm. that are still there. But uh, I also remember being really turned on by the situation. Yeah, that's what I sort of mean. Like, I remember it being more about us and like playing together and being able to be naked on a beach, which was like amazing Mm -hmm. and a day bed and... 
play around and it what are the biggest what are the differences that you see from then and and from now like six years later when i walk through those doors it really does feel like home it's something that the staff always says and even going back year after year as guests about two or three years in boom it already felt like home but this is a different kind of home it's like i i still look around the hotel and i'm like this is such a beautiful property like it's just beautiful and sitting sometimes on and feeling that breeze from the beach it's just I think back to meeting Jerry actually and him saying I absolutely love my job I cannot think of a, of a better place to come to work I mean look at this and I always think about that so it feels like home and I look around and there's friends everywhere and those are you know from the employees to uh, that we interact with every day to management and even guests that are guests that come twice a year, guests that come four times a year, you start to see the same people and, you know, they start to become sort of a friend, you know, so there's this friends feeling. And then I, I love seeing couples come in for the first time. That's the other thing is I, it reminds me, even though it was only six years ago, it reminds me of that overwhelming sense that we put behind it you're like oh my god i don't know what to expect so yeah i wish i could feel a little bit of that again yeah I, 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 if i could take that as a drug i would snort it up oh for sure that's one of the things that rm riviera maya gets a lot of the first timers compared to pearl mm-hmm. and uh it's one of the things that makes me a little bit sad i wish pearl got some more first timers there because it's you know, whether you wind up in one place or the other, I think it's a great place to jump in to to that world. Pearl mm-hmm. is Pearl is a great because it's it's just a little bit slower, it's a little bit calmer, it's a little bit you know more welcoming maybe. Um, I think I think it's a little less. The people are more easygoing as far as yeah. I think there's I think there's a definitely more hardcore lifestyle swingers at RM. Yeah, which is fine if yeah. that's what you want. Um, but that equates a little bit to us, like the parties were to us. They're just a little bit too hardcore. So yeah, I miss I miss sometimes seeing the I miss that feeling. I wish I could get that feeling back. I wish I could take that get that excitement back. Taking off my pants and just getting a hard on <laughs> because you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm naked in front of all these people, They're boobs and stuff. Wow, this is awesome. Your body's just like in total. It's like when you would go to Vegas for the first time. And you're, you're, you would lay down and you couldn't sleep because your brain was so overstimulated by yes. everything that you couldn't sleep. You were like, ah, I'll just try to take a nap. All right, I've been here for 15 minutes. What's happening at the bar? <laughs> I keep hearing slots machine yeah. sounds. <laughs> I cannot say that we, and we have no idea how long this is going to last, but I cannot say that six years ago I was like, we will be working here someday. Right. No, because that would, would have been fucking crazy. A crazy person. Which is what we are. And now we're here we are, sitting in Mexico with microphones in front of our face talking about it. Is there anything else besides just feeling like, oh my God, I took my pants off for the first time that you feel now that's a like a positive thing? Yeah, I you know, I think it taught me a lot about people. It taught me a lot about so many different people are just absolutely the same. I got to tell you, everybody is pretty much the same kind of fucked upness. <laughs> what know? do you mean fucked up? Um, it's, it's just everybody's got their shit. And nobody should be intimidated by anyone. Some of the greatest people we've ever met have been not the best looking people we've ever met. Some of the best looking people we've ever met have been some of the most horrific, horrible people we've ever known in our lives. Was that the question? Well, I was just saying what is a positive from here and now going to the hotel versus six years ago going to the hotel. So you're saying six years ago you felt like, oh my God, and now you're, whether it's six years more in the lifestyle or whether it's six years at the hotel from from being around that many couples from all over the world, you see yourself in a different light because you've been able to see yourself around uh, in relationship to all these other people. So now you measure yourself in a different way. Yeah, I measure everybody in a different way. I've, we've met the best of the best. We've met the worst of the worst. Yeah. And 
most people fall right in the middle. They just do. That includes you and I. Right. We fall right in the middle. And when you're only, when you're there with no clothes, your jewelry's at home, no one talks about your job really, mm-hmm. and and how much money you have and all that stuff, It's there's no things, there's no status, there's no, you know, this is what I drove up in or or whatever. It's just you're meeting people and that's, it's a different environment to judge people on because we never get that kind of of raw kind of interaction with people. Yeah, but it's also, I remember categorizing people. Like, uh, they are in my league, those are out yeah. of my league. He is sort of in our league, but she is not. And now I don't do any of that. Right. I just don't, I don't really walk around with a with a meter. It, it takes meeting them and knowing them, and I don't, like, it would upset me on some level. If there was a group of people that was in the hot tub or in the pool and they were always together and I wasn't in their circle because everything always goes back to high school. Everything. I don't care if it's your job, desire, whatever it is, it always goes right back to fucking high school. Mm -hmm. Right? So you look across that room and you're like, well, they they don't want me to be a part of that. I can't be friends with them. Why can't I be one of of them? Like, do they not want me or do I? And they used to get under my skin, you know? I will get under my skin. And now, I don't give a shit. Now you'll just float up and start talking to somebody. Or not. Or not. I just remember, you know, sometimes people fight fire with fire. So if they're like, they're ignoring us, I'm going to ignore them twice as much. (laughs) I'm going to try to walk through them like they're invisible. That's how much I don't even know they're there. Like, it's just stupid. Uh. But I just, I, that, that's just doesn't get under my skin my skin anymore I, because I know it's it's all based in insecurity. Mm-hmm. That's all based in insecurity. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so six years later, you're more secure. Six years later, I'm more secure. I also have a better understanding of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a better understanding of myself. Do you understand me better? I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Yes, that's it. Do you have any other questions? Nope. Six years later, here we are doing a podcast that I don't think we're ever going to actually put out, but we're going to keep recording. <laughs> I just need one more thing. Happy six. Happy sixth, baby. How long have you guys been coming to Desire? This is our first trip to Desire. Two times in one year. How many times have you guys been here? Once. Uh, four years. How many years have you been coming here? Five. We've been coming to Desire first. How many years? <laughs> 18 times in five years. We've been coming to Desire for about five years. We've been coming to Desire for five years. Um, we've been, been here seven times. How long have you been coming here? 10 years. 15 years. We've been coming here for 15 years. Woo! That about does it for us. For more information, photos, or to contact us, go to room77podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out.